Hey everybody, welcome to our second episode on gaslighting for the 21 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm Keisha Milana. And I am Nakia Smith. And today we're talking about gaslighting in a professional setting. So if you haven't listened to our last episode, please go do that. Um, It was really, really good. It was about gaslighting in your personal life. So with a spouse, um, anyone you're intimate with, friends, family, etc. And today we're going to be talking specifically about um, gaslighting in a professional setting. So for those of you who don't know what gaslighting is, it's pretty much where someone is manipulating you into believing that you're crazy or the things that you believe aren't true. Um, it's pretty much where they're lying and it's habitual and they're making you feel like their lies are true and your your truth is a lie. So it's pretty bad. And I know I've experienced it in a pers- in a personal life, but I don't think I've ever experienced it in a professional setting. So, Nakia, can you tell us about your experiences with this? Yes. So, I experienced this in a personal setting with a supervisor who was over me. So, this might sound cliche, y'all. <laughs> but, yes, I had just started working at a organization and my boss was a guy of course so I guess he was attracted to me and wanted to date me and I agreed let's be honest I was a little skeptical because I didn't want to date technically my boss Mm -hmm. but I did go out on a I believe it was like one or two dates with him so he didn't tell me that he was involved with somebody. Mm. You know, in, in my mind, if you dated me, you single. Mm-hmm. But I learned from that that you got to gotta start asking folks. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what's going on in their personal Are we life? dating? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, he did tell me he had, you know, a, a baby mother. I like to say you know, the mother of his child or whatever, but he was just telling me all types of stories about her or whatever. And they were mostly negative. Mm -hmm. Like, he would tell me, you know, they would argue all the time. She set their house on fire, and that's why they had broke up. And she didn't even live, you know, in the state that we were currently living in. Mm -hmm. So he was, like, telling me all these stories and like that. So I say... Three or four months after that, because I decided that I didn't want to continue to date him. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly because, again, I didn't feel comfortable dating somebody I had to, one, see every day, and then, two, who was pretty much my boss. So, um, yeah, we pretty much put it into that. So, come to find out, like, so it was like during the summertime, towards the end of the summer, I found out that... He, this man had a whole fiance. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so his baby mama that he was like complaining about, saying all this stuff about, which probably were lies. Um, yeah, they were engaged actually. Mm. And they were engaged while he was trying to date me. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, confronted him about it when I found out because I felt like he put me in a situation that I wouldn't have put myself in had I known all the facts. Like, I don't believe in dating somebody who is married, in a relationship, or engaged. 
because you know i'm i'm big on commitment and i wouldn't want that done to me so i felt like he put me in an awkward situation especially if you know what if she would have came to work <laughs> you know i'm his assistant so i'm the first person she was gonna see we was gonna interact you know with each other and i wouldn't have known anything mm -hmm. or what if he, the woman went through his phone and saw that he was messaging me or followed him while he was going on a date with me. You know, he could he put me in a, a a bad situation. Right. Period. So I went to him and I asked him, you know, hey, you know, why didn't you let me know that you were in a committed relationship and I know I'm about to get married? And he was like, oh, I, I didn't feel like I needed to let you know that. Or he was like, I don't feel like I owe you any type of apology or anything like that. And I was like, really? Really? You really mm -hmm. don't feel that way? And he was like, blatantly in my face, said, no, nah, nah, I don't. We we ain't <clears throat> on you nothing, girl. Nothing. And let me not drag this out, but what took the cake for me is when my phone went missing. Mm. So it it's just so ironic that the same day I confronted him about this, my phone went missing. And pretty much I feel like he stole my phone mm -hmm. because he didn't want, like, any evidence, quote-unquote, about anything we had going on outside of the workplace mm -hmm. to be found Coming out. Up. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. He he definitely manipulated me by lying to me, gaslighted me by pretty much telling me he didn't feel like he owed me any explanation or he felt like he didn't. You know, I feel like he needed to apologize for putting me in that situation. So, yeah. that That's my example. Yeah. And even the stealing the phone, like, definitely, he didn't want you to be able to use your voice against him. Right. And it kind of backfired. Definitely. So, yeah, I pretty much removed myself from that environment because I just felt like, Given the power dynamics, as we mentioned in the first episode of part one, it would have been awkward <laughs> to continue to work under him, mm -hmm. given the situation. So, I knew from the beginning that I shouldn't have dated him anyway, mm -hmm. but I know for a fact from this point forward, I would never <laughs> date somebody who mm -hmm. has any type of power over me, especially in a workplace setting. Like, yeah, I'm not doing it. So would you ever, like, I guess maybe run a business with your partner? Yeah, definitely. I think we could definitely run a business with each other. But one of y'all the CEO and one of y'all <laughs> is the chief of marketing or something. I feel like that's different. I feel like that would be different because... It's almost like you said we was partners before we got into the situation, not after. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how do you think the healing occurs once you've been gaslighted? Like, after you've been gaslighted, you know, you probably didn't realize it then, but you realized it, you know, for you, it might be two, three years later. Or for some people, they might not have ever even heard of gaslighting until mm -hmm. this episode. And they're like, wow, that's. You know, something I've been going through or something I've experienced before. So, how do you think you heal from that? Like, do you think it's just time? Do you think it's something you can do to heal? I think it's just time. Mm -hmm. 
And then realizing that, well, for me, I was, I, I can't say I'm, I wasn't in a situation I had no control over because I made the decision to date him. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know all the facts. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I, I kind of didn't have control over, mm-hmm. um, you know, but maybe I should have did my due diligence mm-hmm. as far as getting to know more information about him asking <laughs> about him because we were in a workplace setting even though i was new i could have asked other co-workers hey you know who is this person like is he a good guy you know mm-hmm. i could have did like <laughs> did you go on the facebook interview. no i didn't you gotta go on the facebook i know but i did not <laughs> like i said i did not do my homework so i know better from this point forward to do my due diligence before you know getting involved with somebody yeah and i'm trying to think have ever been gaslighted in the workplace like i don't think anyone has ever tried to manipulate me in the workplace but i will say i feel like when you're negotiating your salary (laughs) people can gaslight you a little bit like they'll be like like you will put something out there and then just be like that's crazy. Like, no, nah, <laughs> we never pay nobody that much in this position or something. Like, right. hell no. Nah. I know. I feel like I never really had to negotiate, go back and forth, because I never really knew how until recently, and I haven't had a job that I applied for. But when I was working a job before, I had asked for, like, $14 or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even too much. Like, it was still respectable, you know? Mm-hmm. I had a degree at this time, so... I just was trying to get a stable job. They told me no, and they they offered $10. I feel like that was gaslighting. <laughs> like, you tried to make me feel like 14 was a lot, <laughs> and it wasn't. So, right. Yeah, maybe that's, like, the closest thing for me. But I feel like your work environment, it has to be right. Like, I'm mm-hmm. at the point now where if I felt anything off at a job, I would probably just quit. Like, I don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. going through no gaslighting, no manipulation, no lying, no none of that. I'm just gonna leave because I mm-hmm. feel like your peace of mind is worth a lot of money. Like it's worth a lot. It's it's worth more than money. Yeah, it's worth it's worth a lot though. So right, I would never put myself in a situation to where I'm just being gaslit in the workplace because I would I was spotted out mm-hmm. just from all my experience being gaslit. <laughs> and I would just dead it. Right. Well, maybe after I list some of the signs of being gaslighted at work, maybe you'll be like, oh, that have happened Please before. tell me. Okay, so here are some signs, you guys, of gaslighting in the workplace. So I know a lot of people who listen to our you know, podcast are entrepreneurs. So you might want to pay attention so you make sure so you can make sure you're not gaslighting um your employees by mistake. Okay. Okay. So there are unexplained logins to your devices or social media accounts. So pretty much you're being snooped on <laughs> snooped on. <laughs> yeah. What? Your personal social media? Your yeah. boss? Oh no, no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so it never happened. Okay. Your items disappear and reappear at your desk. Hmm. Now, 
No. No. Okay. No. But now that you, before you even get into all of these, I do remember a situation where I was gaslit at work. Mm-hmm. It wasn't by a, a power authority. It was by a peer, though. Okay. So, I worked at this little, um, it's a place where people who pretty much have developmental disorders, it's like an in-house type of thing. Okay. So, it was literally like three or four uh, clients to a house, and then it would be like a living person, and then like day shift or night shift, mm-hmm. like two or three people, depending on if it was three clients or four clients. But it would always be one living person. So this lady was a living, and so it was a real chill job. I ain't gonna lie, I was working overnight, so I used to go to sleep sometimes. So, but not all the time, but sometimes. But it was like everybody went to sleep sometimes. So this lady literally used to harass manipulate like lie she would just be like she not doing nothing she would be like she don't clean because our only job especially if you work at night and your clients is sleep is to pretty much clean up the house mm-hmm. so she would be like she not cleaning up she don't cook them breakfast just pretty much lying on me and mm-hmm. it was to the point where i started questioning like dang am i a valuable employee wow. and she pretty much was telling my boss like she not valuable here. Like, you should get rid of her. Like, she don't do nothing. And then it was to the point where I started doing more. Like, I was already doing my thing. And then I pretty much, I'll clean up in like an hour go and be chilling for the rest of the night. So, I started overexerting to the point where I was like, dang, I want to make sure I'm, like, seen as worthwhile here. Mm-hmm. So, I would literally be, like, cleaning more, cleaning harder, just going hard, like, making sure I'm not sleep, like, just overexerting myself. And it actually came to the point where I had, um, I went off on her. I was like, you don't do nothing. I'm like, how you gonna tell me what I'm doing? But I just realized that she was, was trying me. You. Yeah, she was trying. And actually, <laughs> another lady, too, that ended up coming and being, like, the house supervisor, she ended up working with me and the lady, and then she started standing up for me because she was like, stop messing with her. She was like, why are you even in there? Because I would always be in my client's room. We all got our own clients. Mm-hmm. And she had her own room because she was a living. So I'd be in my client room chilling, doing my homework, whatever. And this lady would literally be like messing with me. Wow. Waking, like if I was sleep, she would wake my client up. I'm like, why are you waking him up? Because she would be like the relief when I leave in the morning. And then she would pretty much be wanting me to do extra. So she so she could do less. Yes. She want me to wake someone up out their sleep to put, to bathe them, put their clothes on and make them breakfast. So I told my boss, I said, why am I waking somebody up if they're asleep? I Mm -hmm. said, I'll cook the breakfast. You can warm it up. But why would I wake someone up to give them a bath to do nothing? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow, she pretty much wanted you to do her work for her. She thought she was my boss. That's a, <laughs> actually, I feel like that's the form of gaslighting when a coworker tries to treat you like they're the boss. Mm. They're trying to manipulate you into doing more than what they can actually tell you to do. Yeah. So that's pretty much that. the gist of that. Okay. Well, I have some more signs, so maybe something else will pop up for you. Please. Okay. <laughs> so, work that you turned in has disappeared. And your boss claims they never received it. Your employer asks you to meet with them alone and then denies they said or did something during that time. Your coworker or employer isolates you at work. You're told by a coworker or employer that everyone thinks you're crazy and that you won't be believed if you report them. 
<laughs> your co-worker or boss quietly says racist or sexist things to you. Quiet enough that your co-workers don't hear it. You feel teamed up on by co-workers. You are told by your boss that you can show up an hour later than usual tomorrow. But when you do, you are told by the same boss that you have violated company policy. Company policy seems to change on a whim and to fit your boss's motives. Now that I will say, and I will feel like pretty much like, dang, every time I come in here, the rules change. Like, I would literally feel like that. And it wasn't even necessarily the boss. Again, it was this lady who would just be trying to add on stuff and add on stuff like, oh, yeah, you know you're supposed to be cleaning, right? Oh, yeah, you know you're supposed to clean that room too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you know you're supposed to cook them breakfast, right? And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That's not the policy. That's why I had to get my... That's when I know I'm, like, making sure I'm not getting gas. Like, when I go a step above and get somebody else involved. Because that's when I called my boss and I was like, it doesn't make sense for me to wake someone up to get them ready and give them food i said i don't mind giving them food and then my boss pretty much was like yeah you're right like that's the policy you don't gotta uh, Mm -hmm. wake them up and bathe them if they not already up and that's why the lady kept trying to wake him up (laughs) gaslighting me like stop playing with me well i'm glad you brought that up because now i'm about to get into how to deal with gaslighting at the workplace okay so one is you want to get grounded in your truth pretty much like what you said you pretty much went to your boss and was like isn't this the policy and she still had this recording from this lady and and (laughs) she was like yes this is the policy so getting grounded in your truth and trusting yourself Mm. is one thing you can do Number two is do not meet with a gaslighter alone. You always want to have somebody with you when you're talking to them. Whether that's your or a recorder. That's either like a coworker, a supervisor, anybody that can be a witness to what is happening. Then three, you want to keep documentation. So you want to like write down direct quotes. If you do have a recorder on your phone, use that as documentation. Keep email chains. Anything that can help your case, if anything was to come up um, when it's, like, affecting your job. Number four, you want to know your rights. So, again, you want to go to the policies, the employee handbook. You want to even go to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission's um just to see like what does workplace harassment looks like and if you are in fact being harassed if there's a harassment hotline you might want to call them and be anonymous and just just to get feedback to see if you are being harassed and number five you want to consider leaving your job like i did (laughs) and i did as well i'm gonna play this for you when we get off the air but i literally still got the recording of when this lady was just messing with me so i had to start recording it okay play it right now let our listeners hear it's a little long let me see just let them hear a little snippet let me see okay in this slide we're dang okay so in this it might be worth it.
Oh no, she was arguing with somebody else. She started arguing with everybody. Where is the one with me? That was my boss. I used to stay calling her on this lady. She wanted everybody gone but her. For her. I'm like, girl. Like, what is you talking about? But this is why I also had a stronger case when I went back to my boss. Because I'm like, she arguing with everybody. She just mm -hmm. want everybody gone. Like, right. It was Did so she, many witnesses. Do you think it's because she felt threatened with her job or her position? Yes, she was the only one who lived there. Like. She lived there. We all got to leave and come back, you know? Mm. Like, she lived there. And then I don't think they pay you for all the hours if you live there because you're getting pretty much free rent, free groceries, mm -hmm. free light. So, it's like, girl, you mad because you got to stay here and we go home <laughs> and we got bigger checks than you. Right. It's like you're working more hours, but it's because you're here all the time. So, mm -hmm. and she just wanted to be like a house manager or something. It's like, girl, you're not the manager. You don't run nothing. You just live here. Period. Yeah. All right, you guys. So this pretty much wraps up our episode about gaslighting. This is part two in the workplace setting. So if you have ever been gaslit before, let us know in the comments. Engage with us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is at 21 minutes or less. Our YouTube is 21 Minutes or Less Podcast. And make sure you go follow our personal pages. Mine is at Keisha Milana. And mine is at Miss Butterfly 21 M-I-S-S. -S. And we'll see y'all on the next episode. All right. Bye.